0: plushcare.com weight loss hey, hey waffle gang i do hope you are well my name is mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories and if you do love a reddit story why not consider hitting that like subscribe maybe that notification bell too and let's dive straight into today's first story Which comes from Tradition Impressive 2 who says, i Am I the arsehole for refusing to sell the place I bought with stripper money? For several years, I was a stripper. I have no shame about what I did and only quit when I got a better job offer. In the time I worked as a stripper, I intentionally lived as cheaply as possible. Shitty little studio flat, living off ramen, wearing old clothes, because my co-workers all told me that they were able to buy their own places on their income. So long as they saved like crazy. Before I retired, I managed to outright buy myself a three-bedroom flat. I rented out the other rooms for a while, but I got sick of having roommates. So now I have them up online for shorter stays, but not to rent. I met this guy about 18 months ago, and we've been together since. He knows about my employment history, and he said that he has no issue with it. Although he did ask me to tell his family the white lie I occasionally use on my cv and stuff which is that i was a waitress which i kind of was to be fair a month ago we found out that i'm two months pregnant he says this is great news and we should move in together i assumed he'd be moving into my place because he rents his far smaller one bedroom flat while i own mine and i have room for a baby's room while he doesn't also i really don't want to leave my flat it's my flat I love it i could see myself living there for the rest of my life and i don't want to lose the security of owning a flat and have to go back to paying rent or a mortgage each month however he then said he didn't want to move into my place and said i should sell it and we buy a place together i said that i like my place it means a lot to me that i was able to buy it and it represents years of working my ass off scrimping and saving he then said that he understands all of that, but we should be living together by the time the baby comes, and he didn't want to live in my flat. I asked him why not. It's a great flat. It's central to everything. It's spacious. It's got room for all this stuff. There's a daycare in the building, run and owned by another tenant, and a school five-minute walk away. The list goes on. And he said he didn't want to live in a flat that was bought with stripper money. That really pissed me off. And i told him no fucking way am i selling my flat that he never had an issue with my stripper money paying for this flat before now i said i wasn't giving up the security of owning a home for someone who tries to make me feel ashamed about something i don't feel ashamed of he said that his point is if i sold the flat then we could get a new place with the money from the sale i said wouldn't that still be stripper money and he said that's different and i asked how he then said he was going back to his place because I can't talk to you when you're in this state he's gone back to his flat now and he's texted me saying i'm overreacting and irrational and i need to think of this realistically rather than emotionally he says he wouldn't feel right raising a child in my flat knowing how i purchased it and selling and moving it is the best idea of all of us not to mention the fact that he isn't on the deed because it's my place and it would never feel like our place because of this i feel i might be the ass because I get why he might feel like it's just my place, and I feel I'm being too rigid in a time we need to work together. Plus, I spoke to my sister, and she sided with him, so two out of three people think I'm in the wrong here. Am I the asshole? So, obviously, this is gonna be a not the asshole to me. Please do not sell your flat for this guy. Something that you've worked so incredibly hard for. And then this guy comes along and is basically saying he doesn't like your past. He's saying this is a part of you that he really dislikes and and doesn't want it to be a part of your lives at all. And not forgetting how, like you said, how illogical that is. That he wants you to sell it and then buy another place with the same money. And let's not forget telling you that you're overreacting and you're the one who's being irrational. So he's gaslighting you at the same time. And listen to that. i got to say it really peed me off at one point. And when he said he's going away because you're being irrational, it almost made me want to say instantly right there and then as well, you can fucking stay there at the same time, you know. But we do have some updates to this story, but before we go there, we're going to cover a couple of comments from this one. So the Don says, and quotes, I can't talk to you when you're in this state, and says again, saying I'm overreacting, irrational, and I need to think of this realistically rather than emotionally. Then goes on to say Not the arsehole. This is classic gaslighting behavior. He also wants to co-own with you at only 18 months into the relationship. Hell no. Rendigo says, not the arsehole. Sell your place and use the money to buy a new place, huh? How much would he be pitching in on the new place since he wants to be on the deed so badly? Since he's renting, I'm guessing zero. This guy's a loser who just can't handle that you've been more successful at life and wants to use you as a leg up. Shire Horse Rider says not the arsehole, I'm laughing my ass off over here. He's okay with laundered stripper money but not traceable stripper money. Now to my thoughts, don't sell your flat ever. My wife and I have a rental and it's our nest egg. Maybe rent it out and use the cash to pay for your next mortgage but don't sell it. It's one way to become wealthy by renting properties and living off the rent. I know a businessman who became very wealthy doing this. My wife and I are doing it because we couldn't sell our old house progressive lens says not the arsehole and a big red flag that when he doesn't have a valid argument he calls you emotional and unreasonable i can understand not feeling it's his place but does he intend to put up half of whatever you move to or he just wants a place he got to pick out together if he wants to put in half and buy part of your place it makes it both of yours or sell and both put equal amounts into a new place then worth discussing the stripper of money argument is ugly and also illogical very concerning he went there. And one more from Textile Fairy who says, Honestly, I just love the thought of a bunch of strippers sitting around backstage discussing proper investing and home ownership. Not the arsehole, you're a smart driven woman who's made some brilliant choices. Boyfriend withstanding, but we've all been there. I also think your sister is unreasonable and possibly jealous to side with him. Opie responds saying, Yeah. Very early on in the job, I made some comment about how I'd gotten an off-campus flat because the cost of campus living at my university was so high and someone went, yeah, I'm so glad I own instead of rent. And I asked how she did that and she basically said that I don't get it yet because I'm new but most of them either outright bought their homes or bought them with a loan just off money they made there and basically gave me all this advice on how to live as cheaply as possible in order to afford my own place in a few years. So then, OP done a small update on this post which said, Update on the off chance anyone sees this. I dumped him. There was a whole conversation and during the conversation he said he didn't want to be a parent if I wasn't willing to do everything he wanted, including sharing a house slash deed, plus staying together. Also at the start of the conversation I said what a few people suggested, which was that I'd be willing to sell and split the house with him, provided he paid 50%. And he got very, very angry very, very quickly. He also said a few other things, so I don't know how it's all going to pan out just yet, but it looks like I'm going to be a single mother. OP then moved on to the legal advice subreddit and said recently I found out I was pregnant. I'm not on the pill and don't have the implant either due to medical reasons, so our only protection was condoms. I am now two months pregnant with this child. I own my own flat and have a well paying job while he owns a failing startup and does agency shifts. We talked yesterday. Someone suggested I recorded all interactions, as a few people had already guessed that he might have messed with our birth control, so I sent my phone to record as he arrived. During the conversation, he initially said that if we weren't together as a couple, then he wouldn't want to be in this baby's life. And when I said we could work out split custody, he said, that's bullshit. Later in the conversation, he said, I thought a baby would fix things. I responded, it couldn't have fixed anything. If anything, it made things more strained with us as the baby wasn't planned and he snapped at me. Of course it fucking was. How do you think you got pregnant? Fucking magic. He then paused and said, I mean that it wasn't like, stop making that face, I'm joking. I directly asked him, are you saying you messed up the condoms? And he quietly but audibly says, yeah. I told him to get out my flat and he said, look, have it, don't have it, I don't give a shit, before he left. I later texted him saying, just tell me why. He then called me so I started recording on my MP3. Over the phone and he admitted he was hoping I'd sell my flat, buy a new place with a mortgage and we could give the business a boost. I hung up on him. Hours before the initial conversation, I spoke to a solicitor who deals with custody stuff regularly. So he said he'd help me with the custody stuff. However, he's married to my friend and I love her but she's a bit of a gossip and can be a little condescending, as in, oh, poor you. So I don't want either of them knowing about any of this if it's unusable. My ex was not aware that I was recording at any point in either recording and there's no visuals, only audio on both recordings. We did say each other's names a few times on the first but not at all on the second. Is this admissible in a custody battle? Is it useful due to the context? I feel like he said all these things, that would win my case if there was one, but if he can't do anything with it, then I don't want him knowing about it. If it is usable and admissible, then do I just send it to the friend's husband? Thanks in advance. And a commenter responded to that saying, it's likely admissible, but to what end? What are you looking to get out of it? He's responsible for financially supporting the kid either way. Opie did respond to that and said, I'm worried he might push for 50-50 custody in order to avoid paying child support or ask for majority custody so I have to pay him, which he could win as he has family while I only have my sister and I have an employment history that could make me look bad or he'll otherwise try to pull something if we end up in a custody case. After hearing this, I want full custody and I'm worried he'll push back in general." So then Opie returned back to the Am I the Arsehole subreddit with an update and it said quick recap on my first post. I spent several years working as a stripper at the end of which I was able to buy my own flat. I've been with my boyfriend for about 18 months and I'm currently around 3 months pregnant. With the news of the baby incoming my boyfriend said he wanted me to sell my place so we could use the money to get a new place together and when I refused he called me irrational. I thought I was the arsehole because of that, plus my sister sided with him. Now, for the update. Because a lot of people asked for one. First off, I dumped him. He initially said that he doesn't want to be a parent if we're not a couple. But earlier this week, he told me he wants majority custody, so not only does he not have to pay child support, but if he gets majority, then I end up paying him. He actually said that was his reasoning. He also runs his own startup and admitted that the startup is basically done for and he was hoping that when I sold my place I could also put a cash injection into his business with the money. So basically this was all about money for him and I have extensive documentation of all of this. There's going to be a legal case but I've gotten legal advice and it looks like I'll be able to get sole custody which is what I intend to go for. In the last couple of weeks, my sister has doubled down and and is trying to get me to fix things with my ex because a baby should have a complete family. So, I've not been involving her in my pregnancy, which she is furious about. She also told our parents, which I am furious about, so we're not speaking right now. I also want to say thank you to everyone who commented on my first post. When I first posted between my boyfriend and my sister, I was genuinely convinced I was in the wrong. So to have such an overwhelmingly supportive response really helped me realize that I shouldn't doubt myself so much. With that realization, plus everything going on right now, I've decided to go to therapy, which I will be starting next week. All in all, the outcome of this is probably going to be me being a single mother in a flat that I own. And honestly, a pretty decent outcome. Opie then did move on to another subreddit and comes out and says, I wasn't sure if I should tag this as a rant or vent or help because I'm panicking and it shows, but I also need advice. So I had a scan today and it's twins. The tech said it was hard to tell, but she thinks they are identical. She also asked how far along I thought I was and I said the number I worked out was 14 weeks and I wasn't 100% certain as this was my first proper checkup. Aside from my GP who said they'd tell me at the scan. And the tech said both me and the babies were a little big for 14 weeks and, and that we looked more like 16. She offered me an estimated due date which is the first half of March and said with the twins it can be harder to tell and that didn't exactly ease my panic though so everything else looked good so that's amazing but twins there's two of them and there's one of me and I think it's just really hitting me right now that I've never been a mum before and I have no clue what I'm doing And there's going to be not one, but two tiny humans, depending on me, who are arriving sometime in March. When in March, it's a surprise. I have room for twins. I have resources for twins. I think I have the energy for twins, but I'm terrified. I have no clue what I'm doing. I have three bedrooms, so do I put them in separate rooms or together? My friend offered to stay with me for a little after the birth, and I said no. So am I going to need to take him up on that? Is there anything different about having twins that I should be aware of, aside from there being two of them? Also, what do I do about this window the tech gave me? Is that normal? Are they going to be able to narrow it down to any point? I know I just got out a lot, but if anyone has any advice for me on the due date, or due window of time, or the whole twin situation, it'd be really great. OP then continued their story, relationship advice and said i spent 18 months in a relationship that in retrospect was very controlling and i fell out of contact with a lot of friends because of how my ex felt about them my ex and i broke up i was pregnant with twins when we split and i began therapy the therapist got me to reach out to friends i'd neglected there were two in particular that i really missed and decided to reach out to first lily and caleb They were happy to hear from me and were completely understanding of the situation with my ex. I reached out to them in mid-October and it's like we've never stopped talking. I've been friends with Lily since we were kids and I met Caleb at university nearly a decade ago. My ex didn't like Lily because she's bisexual, as am I, and he didn't like Caleb because he's a straight man. Since October, I've been talking to both of them regularly. Christmas rolled around and we were all alone, so... I said they were welcome to come over lily and caleb had met before this but they were more acquaintances than friends and they became friends over christmas dinner they and a couple of other friends pitched in and bought me a mixer plus a metric fuck ton of baby stuff for christmas lily and caleb then began coming over more often they made a group chat so we could make plans together it helped me put together the nursery Lily drove me to one of my appointments, and when I mentioned in passing that I was craving ice cream, Caleb showed up with four tubs the next day. These are just examples, but generally, they went above and beyond the last few months. I went into labor three weeks ago, nearly a full month early. With preemie twins, things have been hectic, and I wasn't taking visitors for the first week. But a few days after coming home, they told me in the group chat to open the front door. And when I did, there was a bag containing ready meals and snacks, plus a couple of tubs of formula. When I began taking visitors, they would show up together, and one of them minds the kids while the other cleans. The only reason I'm able to write this right now is that they came over earlier. Caleb got both girls to go to sleep, and and Lily left me a meal for tonight. I have a weird relationship with the concept of asking for help. I had to be self-sufficient from a young age, so asking other people for help is uncomfortable for me. They know this, which is why they're not waiting for me to ask. So much as they are just showing up and helping. I've been thanking them profusely. But they always tell me not to thank them, saying that we're friends, so this is completely reasonable. But I know they're doing a lot more than anyone else would in this situation. Which prompts the question, how do I adequately thank Lily and Caleb for everything they've been doing the last few months? Where do I even begin? Then OP did receive some advice from commenters, so one said... Maybe write them a letter thanking them and telling them how grateful you are. You could also plan something like you all going out together or watching a movie. Or get them their favorite snack. I hope you responded saying a letter is a really nice idea. And it would save me from just saying whatever comes out of my mouth lol. We have watched a movie slash TV show together a couple of times. But I've always ended up falling asleep. I'm thinking about doing some baking in a bit. So I might make them some brownies. Another commenter says... You mentioned brownies, maybe giving them a surprise sweet treat would be a good idea. Or if you have the funds, maybe a simple bouquet of flowers with a thank you card delivered to their homes. Or when the weather warms up, maybe a barbecue where you just say thank you. You have some truly awesome people in your life that you're able to just pick up as if nothing had changed when your ex forced a distance. Make sure you hug them if you're into that and tell them thank you. You don't have to wait for when they're doing something for you. If it was me, the surprise hug would be more than enough. Congratulations on the babies and the family you have created with Lily and Caleb. Opie responded, then I think all of these except the barbecue are doable. I live in a flat, no garden. The brownies are done for the next time they come over and I'll look into flowers now. They are very into hugging. I usually end up cuddling with at least one of them. Sometimes both. Lol. Thank you. Another commenter says, I don't think you have to do anything but say I love you guys and you know I'll be there if you need me right. Although if you want to totally go nuts, you could ask them both to marry you. OP responds saying and quoting that and says, It's tempting to be honest. I mean, we have been flirting a lot. Just not sure we're there yet. Lol. And I thought that was the end and I was quite happy with the ending. The support system that OP has got sounds absolutely wonderful. But then someone in the comments pointed out that Opie had another story, which said, Sister wants me to adopt her baby, who she has promised to our abusive parents. I already have twins. Is this a good idea? I have three-month-old twin girls. I've been no contact with my parents for a decade, due to them being highly abusive and kicking me out as a teen. I'm not letting them meet my kids because of this. My sister is 3 months pregnant, she lives with our parents and says she intends to continue doing this as she doesn't want to raise a child, but they want a grandchild. So the idea is that they would all live together and my parents would raise the child while my sister was only the mother on paper. I called my sister to work out a way to get the baby away from our parents. She said if I want to take the baby, she will allow a legal adoption. But that's the only option she will consider. The bio father is not going to be involved, so he doesn't factor in here. I have the money to take in a third child, and with a bit of adjusting, I could make the room. I can extend my maternity leave to a full year. It's meant to end soon, meaning that when the newborn arrives, I would have three months left of my leave to get settled. I am a single mother, but I have a strong network of friends to help, and my job has been very good with me taking leave, and my work entitles me to free childcare. Would pursuing the adoption be a good idea? What would potentially having nine-month-old twins and a newborn at the same time look like? Would being so close in age affect the kids growing up? Sorry if this is the wrong place to ask this, but it seems like the most logical forum to go to. So then, OP was directed to another subreddit to get some more advice, and OP said, I posted this elsewhere, but someone directed me here, so I hope this is okay. I have three-month-old twins, and my sister is three months pregnant. She wants me to adopt her child, meaning that When my twins are 9 months old, I may be adopting her newborn, giving me 3 under 1. The 3-month-olds are doing well. We got off to a shaky start, but they're currently sleeping 4-5 to hours straight, so I'm hoping they'll be sleeping through the night soon. I haven't had any serious issues despite being slightly premature. A couple of weeks. I've arranged childcare for when I go back to work. I'm meant to go back soon, but I can either extend my maternity leave to a full year, meaning that I'll be off for 6 months, Then the newborn comes, then I have another three months to adjust. Or I can go back four, five to six months and then take a second round of leave when the new baby comes, which sounds best. I have a three bedroom flat and the plan was as the girls got older, they would get a bedroom each. But if I bought in a third child, what would be the setup? Could they share a room? How long for? Would I need to get a bigger place right away or could I hold off until I have a little more in the bank? I really want to take my sister's kid in as it's the only way to keep them safe. I don't know if having three babies on my hands at once is the best idea, particularly when I'm a single parent. Could anyone in a similar position give me a better idea of what three under ones would look like? I think I'm doing pretty well with two, but a third child who is nine months younger than the others doesn't sound easy to say the least. Any advice or opinion is appreciated. Thanks. OP is in another subreddit then asking about a baby name and just says, like as an actual full legal name for a human child. Obviously, he could go by Percy, but I'm really curious about the thoughts on the legal full name, Perseus. I feel like it's one of those names where I really want to do it, but I don't want the kid to get beaten up. Full disclosure, I am adopting a baby of a currently unknown gender who will be born in a few months. Then OP's final post says, he's here. I'm adopting my sister's son. He was born eight days ago he's over two months premature, closer to three. The birth was meant to be natural, but ended up a C-section due to complications. But the C-section was still routine with no issues. The doctor said it went as well as it could have overall. The doctor wanted to keep my son for a bit longer because he's just so early, and they want to be positive it's safe before I take him home. However, because I can't begin the formal adoption for a few weeks still, and with the, you know what, restricting visitors, this means I can't even visit him. I would post a pic here but I don't even have a picture to show you. I've only seen him once, immediately after the birth. My sister is allowed to see him as the birth mother but she's only been once. I was meant to be able to take him home yesterday but they asked to keep him longer and run a few more tests. I'm either going no information or incredibly limited info because despite being his mother and him coming to live with me once he's released, because it isn't on paper yet and I didn't birth him, they're not allowed to give me the same information that my sister is getting. I'm angry and frustrated and tired and anxious. And while my partners are trying to calm me, it's not working. I just want him home safe. And that was the last sort of like full post that was found. But someone did mention that they saw in a comment of OPs at one point that from more recently that they mentioned that they have three children. So the people are suspecting that that she does have a little boy now. But what an absolute time. It was almost like a bit of a movie in this one is that OP's beginning and how she lived frugally to get to get a house that she owned, then she had to deal with this boyfriend who didn't want her to have it, gas litter, and this guy tampering with the contraception and, and her falling pregnant. But it was the like the no-hesitation at all from OP that really struck me in this one, you know. Sister's pregnant and OP was like, yeah, I'll adopt the baby. Just like that. It didn't seem like there was much, there was much consideration. It's like, I need that baby to be safe. I'll adopt the baby. End of kind of thing obviously opie had their worries along the way because who wouldn't be worried three children under one holy moly but now i'm going to turn this one to you guys what do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories your love support and time always means the absolute world to me so thank you so much and hopefully i will see you in the next one take care and much love